Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Hey, hey, hey. Where you at? There you are. <laughs> What's going on, man? Turn... It's working. Hey, hey you sound, I'm, you I'm sound up, good. Uh, we're in Burns. We're in Burns, Oregon right now. Burns, Oregon. How do you spell Way it? B-U-R-N-S or B-E-R-N-S? Or... Burns, B-U-R-N-S? That's the one, B-U-R-N-S. Named, named after somebody? Yeah, I'm Mr. sure Burns. it's somebody. <laughs> Either that or based on the way that it was up here nearly. <laughs> Let's see. So that's probably 400, 500 miles from where we started. And I'll bet you we didn't drive 10 miles without seeing burnt forest. That's why it's called Burns, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I told Rose. Where are you guys located? Let's see. Let me look at you in the map. This county okay. seat of Harney County. It looks like you were literally in the middle of nowhere. I love it. Look at that. You cannot imagine how much in the middle of nowhere we were. That is very nowhere-y. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're right we on the were, edge of we something, were... though. There's something going on there. There's uh, You've got, like, forests north of you or something. Something uh, green. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. So, but It looks very uh, dry. Desert. Super dry. Yeah, that's what I think. It's super dry, but north of you, there's mount there's mountains just north of you, and you got a lake there too. What is that? Malhur Lake. Okay. Oh, there's lakes all over the place. Up there's here. lakes, yeah, but it's like it looks super dry, but there's lakes. Yes. Wow, nice. Very nice. So where are you so off we to went next? To, well, the eventual place is Boise, and we've got to be there by tomorrow. Oh, okay. So we've only got like three or four hours to get there. So I'm going to look for something that might be a little bit more time consuming than what happened the last couple of days. Uh, yesterday, we've been driving a lot and visiting maybe one or two hours <laughs> and then getting in the car and driving another uh, lot. So we're seeing a lot of country. Mm. And, and Rose says a lot of cows. <laughs> Horses. it's really dry it's really dry over there isn't it yeah it's, yeah it's on the other side of the mountain so it's it's kind of like mona uh mona lake is is the the sierras scrape all the moisture out and then it's dry on the other side yeah so, yeah that's right that's right and uh apparently there's lots of ranching going on around there that's what i hear oh man <laughs> there's ranching and farming we even when i didn't quite go there because authorized personnel only but it was a pot farm mm. a big pot farm mm. nice yeah oh yeah and there's a town so, up here named weed oh yeah i love weed i drove through <laughs> weed just the other day <laughs> actually a couple years ago we drove through weed when we were on our way up to uh uh, uh edmonton it's like fun town oh, yeah yeah, yeah, I guess we didn't bring. So Rose didn't bring her passport, and I haven't got mine yet. So can't go to Canada. to Canada. No, can't go. I, I've, I've got my but my Texas uh, Star driver's license, which is like super authenticated, but I don't know if that'd work or not. There's Rose a great coffee know. shop in Bonner's Ferry if you do decide to drive all the way up there because it's real nice. I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> We're going to go, I think, as far north as maybe Coeur d'Alene and maybe a little bit further, but not a lot. Oh, Coeur d'Alene is really nice. We went through there. So that's that's the agenda. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. We went to the Lava Bed, the last, the La National Lava Bed Reserve or Preservation Reserve or something like that mm -hmm. yesterday. And they had... Um, uh, about a mile long lava flow. Whoa! That had had happened twelve thousand years ago. Wow! And I'm telling you, man, life is not. You always talk about how life, or we hear about how life is resilient. Well, I'm telling you, there ain't no life in those rocks. I no. ain't not been there. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, there was this. So uh... What about you? What you been up to? 
Ah, just working. Nothing exciting. You guys doing the traveling? It's it's that's the cool stuff. Oh yeah, it's it's cool. It's a cool stuff. It's drive, 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 <laughs> drive, drive. And it, story, story, story. Does it story, get you? Do you do you see how big America is? It's ridiculous. It, how huge? Is, how huge America yesterday. is? When we were when we were driving road roads, the same, boy, she'd never been up. I, I, I'm heading after her and made her go up the eastern side of Colorado, of California, which she had never been to. Mm-hmm. So she, there's a lot of stuff up there that she didn't know anything about. Like we went by Mount Shasta, yeah, which is a monster mountain. Oh yeah, great mountain. Um, and all up in you know on the on the eastern side of Col- of California, I keep saying Colorado, but mm-hmm. um, then we finally got to Oregon. We went to we stayed in Klamath Falls. Which doesn't nice. have any falls. I know. Which is like, <laughs> what kind of missing? Uh, I like waterfalls. No waterfalls. Did and you go flat. to Bend? Did you no, go through Bend? No. Okay. No, we haven't gone up to Bend. Do I need to go to Bend? Nah. That's where Why we not? stayed the first night when we were leaving. Not much. Not much is happening in Bend. Isn't that where one of the universities is? I think so. But yeah, that's okay, where we so. stopped. We were dri- when we drove to Edmonton the first night. We stopped in Bend, and that was and like a long drive. From... Yes, it was a long drive. <laughs> but she's waving at me. Hang on a minute. Yeah. There is a university there, but it's not a sport type university. Oh yeah. So we, we uh, there's an intellectual university in Klamath Falls. Intellectual. No sports. No sports. Oh, interesting. Rose ran into one of the guys at the barbecue place. We talked. Oh man, this is a really good barbecue place. <laughs> they had barbecue Sunday. Ooh. <laughs> and what was on a barbecue Sunday? I gotta know. Yeah. So it starts out with a base layer of garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. Oh yeah, they had, they were really good mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then then we had. Uh, We'll get to okra is like the dressing. Uh, they had um, um, brisket, and then they had coleslaw, and then they, we requested okra, and so it was like a little Sunday. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Rose is like a little. We ate a lot. I mean, mm. It was a lot, and but we didn't have to eat much the next day either. So. Yeah. He's like it's just like a what uh, cave people on the savannas they would just eat like every three days or something like that because there would be a feast in between. Right? Maybe we're getting yeah, back to that again. That was that was uh, three days. Why <laughs> ah, could we go three days without eating? We could. Depends but on it. Depends on how big the meal is, right? <laughs> yeah, her. She's saying her blood sugar should be on the ground. Oh yeah, exactly. But well, that's what you got to worry could about. We could average it out over the year. <laughs> Well, that's what they do with A1Cs, right? They average it out over three three months or so, and that's the that's the thing that everybody tracks. I don't know how they do that. I, I, he says that they average out your A1Cs over three months. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. This is some kind of tracking. We'll see. She says we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> so so it's so have, driving. It's uh, it, it's it's like you've driven. It's like if you drive four hours in Europe, you're in another country. If you drive four hours right. in 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 the states, you're basically barely across the state. In the same state. In the same we, state. So so the first day we drove nearly all day, but we took back way back roads, mm. and we drove all day and made 147 miles. Wow. <laughs> I love taking I love taking back roads. Because you get to see no, that's things. When you we went to Susanville. Are there still little tiny? Oh yeah, what's Susanville like? I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, but before we went to Athens, Athens. Athens. Lassen. Oh, Lassen. No, we went to, we stayed in Susanville and then went to Lassen. What's Susanville like? I hear it's nice. It's, it's a like, nice, it's a, it, it looks like a winter wonderland from all the stuff it's that's the, hanging around there. It's the, the uh, most conservative city in California, believe it or not. Well, <laughs> so Rose is there. I had, used to or have most Republican, most Republican city in California. Most Republican city in California, Susanville. Yeah. Flags everywhere. <laughs> was everybody patriotic? Oh, 
people wearing uh, uh, MAGA hats. No, we didn't no. see. We didn't know, and I didn't see any. I don't think I've. Well, seen they are any. banned in California, aren't they? MAGA hats. What mask? <laughs> no, not yet. No MAGA hats. <laughs> oh, I, no! You know, I never think I. I don't think I've ever seen a MAGA hat in California. It's probably well. I told you about that episode of. Uh, I told you about that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where. He find, he uh, realizes the way to get out of lunch dates and stuff like that is to is to go MAGA. So he starts wearing a yeah, MAGA hat. That's, they, uh, Larry David, yeah, you told me about that one. <laughs> but I hear they put a prison up there to try and to try and reduce there the. Is, and, and that's what I was going to tell you. Uh, I had a friend of mine that's up there, and there's hotel, lots of hotels up there. Mm. And it's because there's a major penitentiary up there. Right. And the fact that Rosa got out without having to go to the penitentiary is something. Oh, is it? Is it like gonna, a? I was going to take like her to the penitentiary. Tourist attraction. Kick her out. <laughs> well, I was going to kick her out, and her family said they don't. They won't take her. And I, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so, lots of driving. So this time I was telling Rosa. That I, when I'm out doing this on my own, I I go sightsee during the day and then I drive long distances at night. Yeah, because that's about the only way I can get anywhere. Because I'm a shutter bu- shutterbug, so I will stop and take pictures and all this kind of stuff, which takes forever. Mm-hmm. And if you only travel at night most of the time, then you don't see all that stuff and you go right by it, and it's not a big deal. Yeah, but you miss a lot of things if you travel at night. And the problem you is, know, though, I, if you're driving, I, you can't take pictures. No, right? That, well, that's not true. It's, my foot <laughs> is on the brake, buddy. <laughs> well, that <laughs> looks interesting. Through. That looks interesting. Yep, <laughs> yep. We need to back up. I I don't think I've done that yet. But normally on my trips, I'll turn around. Oh, that's that was something I'll probably never see anything like that again. Yeah, so you got to go one back of, and take a picture. Yep. <laughs> Uh, one of my one of my favorite photographs was up close to where dad used to live up by paradise and i was leaving and i drove by and i look over to the right near a railroad track i look over to the right and there's a green screen through dead grass Mm. and when i mean green i mean grass green there's no Mm -hmm. water i couldn't see the water at all oh wow stream was just like through that Mm-hmm. And I'm at, if I don't take that picture, I will never see that again, which is true. I've never seen it since then. Yeah. But it's one of my favorite things. And, I, and it's one that I backed up to go back again. Is this before or after the directed energy weapons destroyed paradise? Uh, before. Okay. Yeah. That's what, I thought, that's what I figured. What do you think of that, man? I mean, it's the evidence is mounting up. Yes, it is. Did you see that thing and, I sent you? Evidence is really mounting up that yeah, something, yes, something funky is going on here. Well, it's fun, the the dust wall. That's that's the funky. It's a, they don't want to put a wall because walls don't work mm-hmm. uh, on the southern border, but they have a dust wall around <laughs> around that town in Hawaii. <laughs> Why? Oh, the dust blowing around. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's to keep the drones and everybody else out of it. Oh, and you heard the the thing about the kids too. Oh my God, the rumors. <laughs> You heard of, heard about that? About the kids being out of school that day? They, well, they bust them out of the town. Bust them? They put they took all the kids who were at school, and they put mm-hmm. them on school buses, and they took them out of the town prior to the attack. Really? No, I have not yeah. heard that one. And and now they're saying that they're being processed because now that the parents are gone, they're processing them into the whole trafficking the child, the child protective services which is essentially the same thing yeah yeah isn't that isn't that crazy i mean i need to look into that somebody must I'm... have pissed someone off real bad to be able to say i'm gonna wipe out lahaina somebody must have pissed somebody off real bad that's what i'm thinking now, well so the other side of that is lahaina is they were they were it's a major land grab you heard about them oh the yeah governor um grabbing the land and none of the celebrities houses were uh destroyed yeah of course not because they use the they use the do they use they use do to i mean it's it's did you see that little oh oh my god did you see that thing where they were showing how the simpsons predicted it oh i don't even pay attention to those things anymore (laughs) oh this is this is priceless because 
there was some episode sometime in the far past, and I don't remember exactly when it was, but Mr. Burns had had somehow gotten hold of some weapon and he used it to burn down the town. And there's this one scene where the town's all in flames, but there's a blue umbrella. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> an enclosed blue umbrella that's untouched. And I'm, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, the, and the pictures are, they put the pictures side by side and they go, here's another, another time when, when, uh, Simpsons predicted the future. Is it are they really predicting the future, or are they just basically saying, "Here's what predictive we're going to do one day"? Yeah, uh, this predictive is programming. That's, yeah, that's that's the least conspiratorial of of what it's it's they're preparing us for it. Yeah, not predicting. So it's but it's, it's kind of like um, what you were saying before. Is like they have such a they they want to tell us what they're doing because they're so proud of everything that. They, yeah, why is that? Is that like one of those dark triad works for the for the cabal? The, the dark side of the cabal. Yeah. Um, they have to tell you before they do it or their magic doesn't work for some yeah. reason. So they have to, they have to leave there. clues. They have to leave clues that these things are happening. Yeah. Well, things... they, they have to tell us, they have to warn us that it's going to happen. Yeah. And then when it does happen, supposedly their magic is stronger or something. I haven't really spent a lot of time in that, in that area. It's bad enough getting to that area. But I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm almost totally convinced that all these fires everywhere, uh, most of these fires everywhere, are set like this. Like they're testing it. Uh, they're testing the systems. They're so they're after like that's kind of what I was going to say with all the trees that we're seeing. Yeah. I mean, truly, Chris. I mean, it's it's astounding. I, the, yes, there's forest up here, but there are just acres and my and miles and miles. Even Lassen National Park mm -hmm. was pretty much burned up. Not yeah. all of it, but lots of it was. Yeah. And I'm like, who, who, I mean, what kind of psycho? I mean, we used to write it off as psychos, but maybe it's not psychos that are burning all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think they're trying to do it as to, to push their, their, so on the first one climate, hand, is, is yeah. On one hand, they're using it to push the climate agenda. And on the other hand, they're also using it to, as retribution, which is what happened with Lahaina. This is what happened with Paradise. It's almost like, they went, okay, somebody here pissed somebody off. So we're going to wipe out the town. And well, and on Paradise, what I'd heard around Paradise is there's a huge vein of gold still under there. Ah. And we're kind of lucky because Grass Valley's in the same boat. Mm -hmm. Is there's like, and I think I told you there's a, they're mining, they're back to mining in Grass Valley. Really? Yeah, Rose is this Canadian company that's doing the mining. Oh, interesting. What's the name of the company so I can go buy their stock? <laughs> you know the name of the company, Rose? <laughs> no, take a look for uh, Canadian mining in Grass Valley. That'll tell you. Okay. Yeah, I'll find out. But yeah, I mean, I mean, <clears throat> it's it's just it's just so like it, it things just don't add up. With that whole Lahaina nope. thing, and they're just trying to sweep it under the rug as much as possible. But you know, people are. They, it's, I think they overplay their hand with that. I mean, such a huge. I think so. I think I don't. I think they were. Well, some of this is kind of the their agenda is in in the flat in the clap stage, and they want to get this stuff done. Right. I always want every time. And oh, I'm going to tell you this. I haven't I haven't listened to Dave in nearly a month. Wow. Wow. What happened, I, man? My laptop went down. Well, my <clears throat> laptop went down and I normally listen to Dave on my laptop. I had no laptop until Thursday or Friday. Mm -hmm. So I the one I've got now is my niece gave to me. And so it's it's new to me. And so it's it's all getting into the setup phase, which and then I went off on this trip and I said, ah, you know, I've I've done what I'm it'll be a big surprise when her get back and see what he's talking about. Because, well, I mean, he says the same stuff day after day. So you don't even really right. listen to him every day. It's like a soap opera. <laughs> soap opera is that you, you can watch a soap opera. The Patriots are in control. Tune in and it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the same way Trump does his rallies. Is yeah, because you can, you can listen only... to 
speech after speech, right. and you're almost getting the same speech, right? You are getting the same speech, but he plugs in news. Um, I guess we can call it uh, news or new developments into the speech, so he can talk about that. But the basic outline of the speech is the same every time. Yeah. And I haven't seen him in probably a year and a half, maybe two years. Yeah. He's looking so, better. He's looking trim. He's looking fit. That, you know, that's that live pure. <laughs> that's right. That's, I got to look into that. Yeah, I do too. I need to, if that, if that, if it does that, I can, I can shed 50, 60 pounds. No problem. Oh, and yeah. And then uh, also, you know, be younger. Superfood smoothies. Yeah, Is that what that. these are? Superfood smoothies? No, I, I, it's something to do with the uh, cleansing the liver and taking mm. out some of the toxins that have built up over your life about liver so you can process fats or something. Oh, really? I got to try that out. <clears throat> yeah. So, but Trump, Trump yeah, is on that? Check into it. Hmm? <laughs> He's on that? The, oh, I'm sorry. He, he went into something about a vitamin company? No. It's something, well, it's a supplement. So, yeah. you know, supplements are not subject to FDA approval. Mm -hmm. So you can, you if you find anything, you, he could be selling us amphetamines, amphetamines as far as we know, <laughs> which is what they used to do. I'm, I'm pretty sure Paul Harvey didn't know he was selling amphetamines. <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. Live Pure without, without, uh, without the E. There it is. Yeah. The elixir of stubborn belly fat. <laughs> Sounds you like gotta be the kidding. winner to gotta me. Gotta be kidding me. Let's see. <laughs> that can that now that sounds like that sounds like total bullshit. <laughs> Scam for live uh, live pure. Oh, there it is. So there's lots of different uh, things called live pure, but it's this liver health thing. Mm -hmm. That's what I, that's what I, my investigation say. Uh, let's see. Yeah. See, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that, that we're living in just like a completely manufactured reality. Of course. I'm it's gotta be, that. it's gotta be manufactured. This is all totally manufactured because, um, and then it's like, it was, did I tell you about this, this uh, Japanese show where people were reliving their lives? No. tell you that okay so there's this um show we're watching you must be the biggest media <laughs> consumer on the planet i really i'm and you don't even have ai helping you find this stuff no it's a so it's a story it's a really interesting story basically the uh so it's this woman and she dies young and she she walks in front of a desk and the guy says okay in your next life you're going to be like a sea urchin she goes oh i mean do i really have to do that no he goes no you have a choice of going back and reliving your your current life. So getting born again into the, into the same life, but with the memories of your previous life. So the series like focuses her on her going through her first life and then her second life. And then she dies again and she gets, gets to go back in third, fourth, fifth. She goes through like four or five lives. And some people That's just have day. some, yeah, some people, but she, she remembers her past lives as she does her next one. Right. So day. I think people are like that. I think there's some people who've who've been through it like four or five times, or maybe they've been their programming has been restructured or something like that, and they're just more competent <laughs> than everybody else. It's well, like... there so there's a thing <clears throat> we think. What do they call it? I can I, I can remember the one of the practitioners' name is Bruce something. I have to look it up. Mm -hmm. It's called it's it's about re clearing out your DNA mm. because your DNA remembers some of the stuff. And I was actually thinking about this the other day that while I have no children of my own, there is DNA, if there's several people of the female persuasion that have absorbed my DNA mm -hmm. without probably their consent i won't say it that way that's not like late. that's not what it was you're saying they, these little dutches running around we were leaving we didn't we didn't know we were leaving dna samples to propagate the world even though i didn't have kids we so. do yeah dna samples are everywhere yeah yep all right so i i did my part 
I was a bumblebee. <laughs> I, I did my bumblebee part. Well, that's what we have to do, right? That's 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 how we were. That's how we were built. It's like not. Well, it's not. So, it's not. So it's not progeny. It's not that you don't leave your progeny. You leave your DNA. Exactly. And that's and and that's not. It's not procreate as many children as you have to spread your DNA. But isn't that isn't that the isn't that the drive for most living things is to sort of sort of uh, just either because they know they're going to die at some point, so they they pr- propagate their DNA. It's the DNA propagation. I would think there's one half of the biological species out there would be would be that would be true. What's happening with people who don't want to do that though? I mean, is there something wrong with them? Are they just suppressing the urge? Or they could be a, at a higher frequency and evolved, and they don't need to do it. But then, <clears throat> so you think that they're, does that make them more evolved or less evolved that they don't need to do that? I would, I would think, I would think they would think they're more evolved. Mm. Because these are what like base, fi- uh, base instincts. Science fiction, or I'm an old science fiction guy, and you're yeah. you, you're still in this. You think about it is the that they leave their bodies behind, mm-hmm. right? Yep. There's a lot. There's just a lot of aliens that are that we have encountered. They've left their physical bodies behind, and I would think this would be the the urge to procreate would be one of those things they left behind, right? Well, only Some if they can create. If they can create, and and that's the thing is like I, I think I told you this. I was doing a sort of really far future science fiction short story it's set in the year 4000 or something like that and if we get to the point where we do where we can leave our bodies behind where we can just be like energy avatars or energy or whatever what would be the need for procreation in that in that state right you wouldn't need because if you're going to live forever if you're going to go on forever would you even need to create new entities right what would be the need to create new entities. And Jordan Peterson had a very interesting point on, on his podcast the other day with, so have you ever watched Russell Brand? You like Russell Brand? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've watched Russell. Him and Jordan I, Peterson. I haven't watched it up until he brought in, until he got a foul of the uh, Campbell culture, but I, I did watch him before that. He, I, was, uh, I was like, I, so this was like really cognitive dissonance for me with when he first came on the scene. Mm-hmm. I was watching him, and I'm like, "This, this, this is controlled opposition." That's what I thought. Yeah. And I'm like, "Hmm, he's making a whole lot of sense, and he's going to red pill a whole bunch of people that are mm-hmm. that are that are, you know." And I'm like, "Hmm." So I, I was kind of watching over and up, but he's as far as intellect, he's he's got a really good one. Oh yeah. He and he and Joe Rogan. Ought to do like a once a month podcast between the two of them. Oh yeah, see what happens. Yeah, but he had uh, Jordan Peterson on his show, and they did an hour long interview, and it was really interesting. And they were talking about uh, parasites mm-hmm. and how the world is split into hosts and parasites, mm-hmm. right? And he said one of the reasons why sex was invented, procreative sex was invented was to recombine hosts so that parasites would have a harder time of infecting the host, right? So it it created new types of DNA that would, like new DNA combinations that didn't previously exist to make it more difficult for the parasites to infect the hosts. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that's really, that's a really interesting take. I don't know. I don't know. See, the the thing I'm thinking is um, Dax on on uh, on um, what is it? Deep Space Nine is yeah. that? See, I wouldn't say in fact the symbiont would. I, I would say hmm, symbiont is kind of leaving out the symbiont uh, life forms that could happen. Right. Uh, um, way long time ago. Remora, do you know what Remora? The fish that the, the back oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's to me like a symbiont life form. And I'm like, eh, I wouldn't ever think of it as being infected, but they couldn't live without their host. Well, that's yeah, that's very similar to um, 
there's this there's a theory that we're just basically a cluster of cells, right? And we're run by our our bacteria because our, our bacteria is running us as opposed to we we think we're managing ourselves and we think we have a brain and we think we we have free will where in mm -hmm. reality it's just our gut bacteria that's running us because be, we're basically mm -hmm. we're basically the host so it's not all in your head it's all in your for, gut for all this gut bacteria <laughs> so it's it's our guts that are 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 driving us not our brains hey if you've ever seen my gut getting close to a table full of donuts you will understand <laughs> It's so true. We're, we're so we're having continental breakfast for the last couple of days. Man, oh man! Yesterday we had waffles, and this morning we had donuts. <laughs> That's just carbs. It's not continental. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just carbs. Well, did, the problem is traveling. I know. I always find out I eat too much when I'm traveling. Yeah. Because no, no. Well, okay, go ahead. Because well, I mean the portions in restaurants are ridiculous, That's and then true. and then you can't do anything with them, right? It's not like you can take half of it with you and eat it later, right? <laughs> I mean you've got no place to put it. Well, yeah, roast roast. Uh, we got fried chicken. The had fried chicken the first night out, and took she took the chicken breast home. Yeah, and this thing was this was a honking big old piece of chicken. Yeah, and she and and we had. We or I had that, the chicken breast. You had that chicken breast. I had the chicken wing. Yeah, she wanted chicken wings. She didn't want very, very much. But I, I, since I was driving, I was expending all that energy. I need that big old chicken breast. That's right, because your brain is is eating up all that energy when you're driving. I can rationalize anything. In my <laughs> I'm sure. It does. Well, your brain does use up a lot of energy when it's thinking. Uh, I know, and when it's driving is. That's what I keep trying to tell you know my my families when I was driving and I would do oh if I did 10, 12 hours, I, I could do it, but I would be useless the next day. I mean, I really could barely even get out and move around. I even mm -hmm. to go get something to eat. I was just stiff. Ah. And I'm kind of like that now, but we take breaks. So we, we do breaks and me. Thanks to you. Yeah. Thanks to Rose. <laughs> we do breaks. And she's, she's probably thinking she has to go potty, but she's probably, she's probably like, she oh, you know, place. if I wasn't for me, Dutch would be driving like 10 hours, 12 hours a day. Right. Well, that might be true. I might be driving <laughs> 10, 10 or 12 hours a day. But I think what she thinks is she, she needs, she, she's giving me a break so she goes to the bathroom. But what I think she's doing, she's looking at the map. She finds this hike that's about a mile or two miles up and down mountainsides to send me on. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's why, that way she gets to talk to her brothers without me listening. <laughs> well, I like that. That's actually a pretty good idea because I didn't do, I don't do stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, can we power through like four hour drive? Boom. And just, you know, pull over and grab some food at some point or a coffee or something. So that's probably right. much healthier than what I do. <laughs> what my, my normal when I'm on the road like this, it, I most of the time, I sometimes I'll do continental breakfast, which is fine, and and dinner, which is you know last meal of the day. I can't handle two conversations at one time. <laughs> what you're not a multitasker? I'm commenting over here, and I'm trying to make a point, and I'm like, okay, I've got to listen to her, and, and my head is still trying to say what it's saying, and I'm disrupted. Just create it. Create a create a tulpa. A what? Create a tulpa. Haven't you heard about this oh, tulpas? No, 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 no. <laughs> so apparently, I, I just read about this the other day. I thought apparently a tulpa <clears throat> is like an imaginary friend. You create an imaginary friend in your head, or a tulpa, mm -hmm. and apparently it has its roots in Buddhism or or Tao or some other Eastern religion. And uh, this tulpa is an independent entity that lives in your head, and it has its own, as its own personality, and it has its own rules, and it has its own like it's like it's like another person in your head that you have created. Yeah, and it's like a friend, right? So if you don't have any friends to talk to, you know, you can create a tulpa and then talk to this tulpa. You can give it a name, 
and you can give it a gender. You can do all sorts of things with this tulpa. And apparently the latest thing is that incels are now wondering if they can actually have relationships with their tulpas. <laughs> oh, Lordy. So You're I'm probably thinking to yourself, what the hell is going on? What world are we in? <laughs> is it T-U-L-F-A? T-U-L-P-A. P-A. T-U-L-P-A. All right. Let me see. Yeah. Me so, see. Uh, yeah, apparently this is, Reddit... another, is, this is a rabbit hole. I mean, yeah, this is a great rabbit hole, hole to go down, by the way. It's because it's like, because if you think about it, you're creating a fake person internally within yourself. And it, it's, 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 you're imbuing it with, um, uh, you know, its own characteristics, right? Right. <laughs> And they're they're thinking it's like it's like another person, and I think it's is really it says this it certainly gained popularity with uh, My Little Pony. Fans of My Little Pony were discussing tulpas of characters in the in the television series, and they used med meditation and lucid dreaming to create their own tulpas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, well, there's a step step-by-step -step guide from WikiHow. Oh, yeah, how to do exactly. It. How to create a tulpa. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, okay, well, something intelligent companion and Reddit has intelligent companions imagined, imagined into existence. Hey, you know what? Maybe, that, maybe uh, and then you have a tulpa mancer who actually creates, helps you create a tulpa. But here's the interesting oh, thing. is that That's a business. We're, we're, are you throwing uh, out a business opportunity? Maybe we should think about that, right? Hey, hey yeah, I see the I see the Tulpamancers. <laughs> so who call themselves? So how much do they charge for that? I don't know. Because how do you prove? I mean, how do you ever deliver on the goods on this one? I have no idea. How I, I can't imagine how you would. But if you think about it now, now that this is kind of making sense, because if I think to myself, maybe we're talking about people who have no inner voice, right? There's mm -hmm. lots of people who have no inner voice. Maybe a tulpa can act as their inner voice. Maybe if they create a tulpa, that that tulpa can be their inner voice that they'd never had before because some people have many inner voices not just sort of what do you call it um uh, schizophrenics or whatever you could have a, a whole slew of folks inside your brain you know having yeah. conversations and uh, I, I, first one that came to mind is jk rowling yeah i mean multiple multiple exactly so yeah so yeah if you ever feel lonely just create a tulpa and have a conversation with it <laughs> well Basically, that's what I've done my entire life. I just don't have a name for it. Oh, see, there you go. It's, people go, oh, imaginary friends are just for kids. They're like, oh, no, no, no. But is, is this part of the infantilization of well, everybody? Okay, so I don't know about you, but I do know there are two people in this room that talk to themselves. Who are we talking to? <laughs> my culpa is sitting on top of me saying, eh, you just think you're talking to yourself. You're talking to me. <laughs> Well, you got to give it a name and then give it a whole personality and everything. Well, is it anything yeah, like you? Is it anything like uh, you, your Topa? I'm not going to call my Topa asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you could have multiple Topas. You could have like a nice guy Topa that sits on your oh, right well, shoulder. I'm, so <laughs> basically, we're going. So here, you, you've given me this, but then we can go down in a mask. Mm -hmm. If you want, there's another one is how many different masks do we wear? Oh yeah, and we wear multiple different masks. Thousands. We probably have literally we probably thousands. have different masks for everybody. Every human being yep. has different masks for every other human being. Well, if you think about it, it's kind of like a like a filter. Is I'm not going to remember a, like interaction between Rose and I. Rose, there's parts of my life Rose will never know about because I I've probably forgotten most of it anyway. Yeah. But Same there is so I don't bring that to that particular mask whenever we when we interact as well as we know each other. There's let's see, 40 years, 40, 44 years before I ever ran across her. So there's right. a lot of, of my life in there that she will probably never know unless I tell her. Right. So you have that. You have, have a you have, have a mask that you wear depending disorder. And then <laughs> when you're with other people, you wear a different mask. Mm -hmm. So you you don't just wear the rose mask; you wear the rose plus other people mask. Oh, the, I can imagine. Can you imagine putting a rose mask on 
to meet with with uh, with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you wouldn't like me anymore. I'm surprised she puts up with me. Your tuple better sit tell you to sit down and shut up, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why that's why I didn't want to name it asshole. Yeah. Well, I noticed that you were we were moving around on Facebook. You're p- posting a lot of your stuff on Facebook there. You want people that to is, really yeah, know where you I'm are? Letting, Come on, man. I don't know. People know where I'm at. And I, might, I, I, this goes back to like, target for the don't dues. tell people you're out of town. I'm like, <laughs> I'm locked down well enough that unless they've got special tools, they're not going to know where I live. I mean, well, you know, they've already I mean, taken out your house with a do, so they've already got, I mean, got everything on me anyway. What's the big deal? <laughs> See, that's the thing. You you know, you have to be small enough that you're not a threat. Like once you become big enough to be a threat, then something is is bound to happen to you. But but that's the whole thing is COVID. The COVID virus wasn't a threat. It wasn't very big. No, but they turned it into something big. Yeah. They made it into something big to to get to their ends. They they made it into something bigger. So um, have you run across turbo culture, uh, turbo cancer yet? Turok? Turbo. Turbo cancer. No. This is another uh, leftover yeah, from This is COVID? like a new rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, turbo, well, turbo, turbo cancer and what they think happened, if I understand it right. So I've got to put that caveat in because my, my understanding is faulty a lot of times. Is they think that the MNRA vaccine did something within... And it turned off a mechanism that controlled uh, natural cancer cells. Yes, I heard about something like that. I heard about so something without like that. Control, without the natural control over and killing off these cells, in, a, uh, in effect, these are they're growing. Yeah. And they're growing at a very rapid rate. We're, yeah. we're talking about months, maybe instead of years. Which so is exactly what the cabal always wanted. How Absolutely. many people can we take out? As quickly as possible, because we need to get to that ideal of half a million, half a million people on the planet. No, no, five hundred million. Five hundred. Sorry, half a billion. My yeah, apologies. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This... Are you mind boggled yet? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's easy, but it's easy to destroy, isn't it? Like it's, it's super easy to destroy. Oh yeah. Because I mean, and and these people are all like really enjoying. They they must be really getting a big laugh out of all this stuff that's going on, right? They must be, they must be, you know, rubbing their hands with joy and sitting back and relaxing and and laughing as well, they're in their multi-billion-dollar. Probably are doing that. Yeah. Yes, they are, but they're not paying attention to what's happening to, to members of their society. But did they? Re- is there something happening? Like are they hey, are they like rearranging de- deck chairs on the Titanic? <laughs> yeah, they're rearranging. Uh, did you see Menendez uh, yesterday on on TV? No, what happened? He's been caught in a corruption uh, scandal again. Oh man! And this is a federal charge, not a state charge. This is going to be an interesting to see where they file the charges at. If it's New Jersey or or DC, DC, you'll probably get off with a slap on the wrist. But I don't know about New Jersey anymore. But if is is there any justice to be done any longer? Sure. <laughs> I'm the, you know me. I'm I'm not the eternal optimist, but I'm way more <laughs> optimistic than you are. You're the epic optimist. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell everybody my secret now. Well, I mean, it's just uh, it's just it's just. Um, I'd like to. I'd like some up. wins. I, I'm not giving up. I'm just saying I'd like to see some wins, right? It's well, kind of okay, like so <clears throat> is the most important is a is the reason why was taken. Is the reason Go why ahead. we're so is the reason why we're so besieged by all this is because we're nearing the end game and the heroes will finally come in and yep. and save the day. <laughs> it's it's the last it's the last hurrah. It's the darkest. It's the darkest before the the finale, Darkness and then the finale. Yep, 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 yep. And in the finale is when the, is when the good guys win, right? right? So so we're in that dark period right now where uh, things are looking very bleak for our heroes. I, I think well, they're looking bleak, but from one, like I said, I'm listening to Dave for like nearly a month. 
Yeah. But as far as bleak, I think it's not as bleak bleak as as it can get. Or, mm. So I got this this morning um, uh, on Telegram. I'll see if I can find it again and, and send it to you. Okay. The bearded guy that's talking about how they have a German con- a German military contractor with a fleet of 16 Learjets operating out of military bases in Northern California. What? And who yeah. is this guy? Well, I know he was like a just regular bearded, you know, citizen journalist kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You don't know him from Adam, so but he okay. has pictures and and that kind of stuff. Was kind of and he what he has is he's he was tracking one of them, mm-hmm. and he's got you know that they can track the flight paths of planes and all this kind of stuff. And oh he, sure. So he's tracking this one, and it goes up Shasta Dam, and turns and does a U turn and, and goes straight. I mean, it's like mm. like a does a U turn and it goes straight back down. Hmm. And he says, "How does not bother me so much as the equipment that is under the under the plane?" Mm. And there, you'll need to. I, I I'm not that good a storyteller. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you discover this one for yourself. Okay, but you're gonna send me the info. I am gonna send it to you um, before we before we take off today. So, um, but Shasta Dam would be a. And he said they got a fleet of 16. So you think about they're operating. They've been invited by the government to come and operate on U.S. soil out of U.S. air bases. And they have the ability to deliver, uh, what do they call it, uh, armaments. Man. Uh, 16 of them could blow out a lot of dams in California. And all this is happening soon. What is this about? Did you hear about this thing about the? Did you hear this thing about the um, the uh, the the uh, hundred com- hundred countries getting together to sc- crush the U.S. dollar? Yes, I, no, I knew about that one. Yeah, that, that one's. But that's happening that relatively soon, right? That's like yeah, happening that, in that, the next that's two weeks. The bricks. and so a lot of the com- countries that are are trying, they're trying to join it before the petrodollar goes down mm. um, because they're basically made the currency on a world stage the currency must not be worth that much mm. and i'm wondering the the interest i mean the prices are going up for us too yes that's true but they're not the value doesn't seem to match the amount of currency that's currently out there mm. and i'm not uh, I, I took an economics course way back over 40 years ago, and I was really bad on supply and demand curves mm-hmm. and money supply. I never really understood all that because mm. that's mumbo jumbo to me. And But I did understand the more money you make, the less valuable it is because it's, it's, it's built on smoke and mirrors, actually. Yeah. But it's the promise of the U.S. government. Well, the U.S. government doesn't. No, like everything started going to shit as soon as we got off the gold right. standard. Right, right, right. But so, do you think that this is really the end times, or they're going to wait until? No, I think the election. I think they're still more. I think they still. It. What I ought to say is, how much, how far down the, down the trail are they going to go before the white hats do things to stop them? Mm. Well, if you listen to Dave, the way hats are already doing things to stop them. Well, they're doing stuff behind the scenes. And I, I think that's been going on for probably at least. Uh, did we talk about the one with the black helicopter landing in L.A.? No. Did we ever talked about that? What's this? Oh, I wish What's I had a video on that one. <laughs> so there, we're. we're I, I think Dave had this. I don't remember. It's been that long ago. That there was, they were showing an op where black helicopters were landing in downtown LA, I think. And they just, you see them disembark uh, off the helicopter, and you know, you know, it's a military op. I mean, you can tell by the way they act, they got the signals, the hand signal, and they spread out and they go in to break in, I think it's a jewelry store, that they, they break in the jewelry store and take something out of there. Mm. 
now hmm. the, I'm saying something because we're not sure what it was because we have no thing. But the, the suspicion was it was a thermonuclear device that could have taken out L.A. from a jewelry store. Really? And the White Hats came in and took it out? Yep. Wow. So there's a secret I'm, war I'm... happening. There's secret wars oh, yeah. happening. Yep. Yep. But that may be all. That may have been true for for a long, long period of time. Mm. Uh, we just didn't know it. Well, we just we just see glimpses of it, right? Uh, it seems like we're all. That's all we ever see is, is 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 glimpses of it here and there. Mm-hmm. Which is why I say I want to hope I live long enough to see the movie that comes out on this that explains what was going on. <laughs> you think there'll be one? Uh, eventually, yeah. I think eventually the the one I think I think Dave says this all the time is transparency is the only way forward. Right. And it sounds familiar. Yeah. So at some point they're gonna have to tell us what happened. So we'll not let it happen again. So is this when Trump gets uh, reelected? I, I think it's gonna be a longer term than that. Um the, further um, out. Yeah. Well, what are the chances of that happening? I mean, seriously, because every election, if you ask me, has been rigged since since 2020 and even before then. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've we've talked about this before many, many times. You really think that there's a chance that he's going to that we're actually going to be able to see through all of the fraud. This time and and actually have more free, more fair elections. If you're narrowing it down to a chance, you're not giving me the context. It's a chance in a million, a chance in a billion, yeah. a chance in a thousand. I'm going to go as a chance in a thousand is probably going to, that we'll be able to get through it. You think so? I, I, the, the rumblings that I'm hearing is the military is going to run the elections this, this cycle. But what, what uh, upside do they have? to do that because both the Republicans and the Democrats are, are, are all in cahoots on this. Like nobody's right. really interested in, in, in fixing right. things. So, well, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's changed quite a bit is that, yeah, we, we used to be divided into two camps, but I think, you know, and I thought this when I when the first time I heard him come out with make America great again, mm-hmm. was a great, a absolutely great thing for people together. Right, because it's not about it's not about division. It's about uh, uh, collaboration and accumulation of of strengths and weaknesses to make the greater whole. Yeah. I think I, I I still think that was a great phrase, to, mm. and I'm sure he did all kinds of testing on it. But it's uh, it's it's a resonant phrase. But they've turned it into they've turned it into a practically terrorist organization. They're Anybody trying who, to. Yeah, they're trying to, and that is so. They're attempting to do that because they that's how that that's how they managed before. They stain, um, smear smear yeah. reputations. Yeah, and that's and that's what they do. They smear reputations more than they provide evidence. Right. Yeah, and the thing what we need to do is that you you see this happening when, um, there's like a new. What's his name? That Tom, that uh, rapper, that white rapper guy, Tom something or other, who does the conservative slash freedom focus. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So whenever he puts something out, it immediately shoots up to the top of the charts, right? Because it's all about freedom and it's about the American way and it's it's about it's patriotic, right? And then you Mm -hmm. have uh, what's his name, Oliver Anthony, who does the who did that Richmond North of Richmond thing. That like became a viral explosion. You got Joe Rogan, you got Elon Musk, you got um, uh, you know Jordan Peterson, Russell Brand. All of these guys are unbelievable, ridiculously super popular because that's what people want. I think that's what resonates with people. But the fake news is saying no, no, no. These guys are fringe. They have nothing to do with anything. But that's yeah. what that's what people's real like when, when those kinds of things go out and they and they, they just become viral the explosions, you know, it's because that's what people really think. Yeah. And we're told and, that and that's not what people think that, oh, it's like a rare thing and people aren't really like that and blah, blah, blah. So they what they're trying, they're doing the same thing. They're they're smearing things. Yeah. Without um, providing any evidence. 
if you get a chance, go back and look. Uh, I think his name is Robert Men- Mendez, the senator. Mm-hmm. Go back. I was there when this. He didn't address anything about the corruption that I heard yesterday. I just heard a snippet of it anyway. Right. I uh, wonder what we were getting breakfast, but he never addresses the charges. Mm. He says, "I'm a good person. I should." I, basically, what he's making, "I'm a good person. You should let me slide." Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that is a real, defense. and that's a real tactic. They do do that a lot. <laughs> And it even goes back to um, which one is it? Um, not real Bravo, real, uh, real Grand with um, John Wayne and mm-hmm. Maureen O'Hara. Wow! When she first when she first comes on the scene, um, do you know the movie? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's an old. It's one of the John Ford Calvary trilogy. It's an, it's the second one of the three. And this one, John Wayne is commander of or a colonel of a um, force between Mexico, right around the Mexico Mexican border, and and Moreno Hera comes to visit because their son got uh, quit West Point or failed or flunked or anyway he quits. But he joins up under a different name and joins his dad's battalion. So mom comes to get him out. She's got all the signatures and everything, but the one thing she needs is John Wayne's signature to release him. Well, John Wayne says, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> and then he says, um, he says, um, um, so her, I think his name is Kirby in this one. She, she says, you're just like you always were. And I think he was the one that came to her plantation and burned it down as a, as a, as a U.S. Army Captain, as a north northern captain in the Confederacy, ah. her she was a southerner, and he says something about you're always this way. Special special privilege for special born, mm. and that when you think about that, going back probably seventy years, it was made before I was born. Seventy eighty years, wow, this kind of thing was going on. So. Get, there, what was the name of that movie? It's called uh, Real Grand. I think that's the one. It's it's, uh, it's a direct, directed by John Ford. It's got Maureen O'Hara and, and John Lane, which is not. Let me see what who else is in that. Victor McLaughlin is in it. It's it's a good movie, it, and it's. Uh, I can't. Hmm. Can't remember the central conflict. I think Comanche. They have Indians in a in a uh, holding pen and they escape or something like that. Oh well, I'll check it out. I'll definitely yeah. check it out. So where are you going to be and next I, week, man? Will you be around? Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll have to do the same thing. Is if I'm able to do it. I know that my sister. We're meeting my sister tomorrow, and we're going to spend three or four or five days with them. Three, three or four. I think that's right. And then then we're going to split. But we're going on at least to Wyoming and that's what I'm going to do after I get off the phone is see how far it is to go over to South Dakota and catch um, uh, Mount, uh, Mount Rushmore. Nice. Cause it's, I've, I've done it once. It was astounding as a 16, 17 year old kid and Rose has never been there. So if we can, if it's, if it's at all possible, I'll try to sneak it in there. And then send me some pictures, home. man. I've always wanted to go to uh, Mount Rushmore. It's, I'm telling you, it, the way we went, I'll do this real quick. We were driving in and through a tunnel, and then there they are. I mean, oh, wow. Is, wow. <laughs> it's like seeing El Capitan and, uh, and Yosemite the first time. It's like, holy nice. smokes. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Okay, Fantastic. I see we're out of time. Yes, and I'm glad we touched but space. It worked. And, it worked out perfectly. The sound was did. great. It kept me grounded, and <laughs> maybe I'm. I'll, I'll be happy with Rose all day. And oh, <laughs> the other way around. Like that's going to happen, right? <laughs> like, well, she, I'm. I'm a thorn in her side. That's what I'll say. <laughs>
Okay, well, that, but, but you're proud of it. Again. You're proud of I'll, it. I'll drop you a text um, <laughs> like 30 minutes because I'll know. It'll it'll be a short notice, but it'll be something like today. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, okay. sir. Enjoy Thanks, your travels. Man. Okay. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.